my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Hey there, Tanner Fuller Gibbler fans. How's it going? Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast. How's everyone doing? Oh, I'm excited to do a, another Halloween episode. This one is from Fuller House from season two. It's episode four entitled Curse of Tanner Manor. This episode dropped on Netflix along with the rest of season two on December 9th, 2016. Now, I can't remember if season two was one where they dropped half and then they dropped half later. I'm not entirely sure. No, it looks like they dropped it all on December 9th. All right. All right. Here is the plot of the episode. Jackson and Ramona would rather die than go to DJ's family Halloween party where Fernando and Kimmy pull off the ultimate couple's costume. Which none of these children under the age of 10 are going to even get. None of them were watching I Love Lucy. I mean, their parents most likely were watching the reruns. Their grandparents were probably watching the actual thing when it aired. The actual show when it aired would be my guess. I watched I Love Lucy in reruns back in the early 90s. I think it might even still be up on Amazon Prime and I caught some episodes. They don't have all the seasons because there's a lot of them, but they have some of them. This episode was directed by Rich Carell, writer of Jeff Franklin, the creator. We have Marsh McCall wrote this episode. We got Kate Spurgeon and Edie Fay, who are also staff writers. We have a reoccurring guest star, Mr... Lucas J, who plays Max's rival, Taylor. This boy is all about the attitude. All about, I'm better than you. Type of, he's got that attitude. And he was the one, we, I believe we're introduced to him in Secrets, Lies, and Fire Trucks. Or Fire Trucks, Secrets, and Lies, or whatever it's called from season one. Secrets, Lies, and Fire Trucks. Okay, so this boy, Taylor, has a birthday party. And Max is showing off Cosmo, like, he's so cool, he's the smartest dog. And this Taylor is all like, yeah, your dog ain't that great. My dog gets the paper and a beer for my dad. And it's all about uh, who's got things better. And Max is like, well, so what if your dad's a pilot and lets you sit in the cockpit? Which I don't think that actually would happen. Max is like, I bet... I can get a fire truck to show up at your birthday party and all your friends will be my friends, basically. Which, in the end, spoiler alert, he does get a fire truck to be able to show up at Taylor's birthday party. Now that we're on, that, uh, talk about that episode for a quick second a little more. Um, one thing that I was worried when I originally watched that episode is because Taylor's talking about his dad and Max is saying how his dad 
was a firefighter. And I was just like, I was worried that Taylor was going to be like, well, your dad's dead or something cruel like that. Luckily, the show did not go that route because Max knows his dad is gone and everything. He doesn't need some cruel child to remind him of that fact. All right, back to Curse of Tanner Manor. It's got a 7.2 out of 10 based on 267 ratings on IMDb. We got some trivia here. When Kimmy dresses Lucy Ricardo and Fernando dresses Ricky Ricardo are arguing over whether he should have let her perform with him, Fernando says, although in 181 episodes that never happened once, this isn't true. In season one, episode three, The Diet. Oh boy. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> Lucy and Ricky perform Cuban Pete slash Sally Sweet together at the club. Really? Okay, cool, cool. This is the first uh, Halloween-themed episode of the series of Fuller House. In Full House, they did have one Halloween episode, which was entitled Divorce Court, which I've already covered and will post this Friday on the podcast. We have a goof. After Jackson and Ramona run screaming from the room with Stephanie and Jimmy dressed as zombies, Ramona can be seen looking back just before Jimmy shuts the door and she is no longer screaming. In fact, she appears to be slightly smiling. Okay. <laughs> That's on the actress, I guess. Alright, we do have one review. 7 out of 10, entitled Halloween with You Favorite Family. By Power Mandan, May 28th, 2019. The most of Halloween we ever got in this original show was in the backdrop. This is what we want. Max's rival tells DJ they have the lamest house on the block for the season. She sets up a big party for Max and his friends, but it is a dud. Could be scarier. Meanwhile, Jimmy gets him and Stephanie gigs as scarers at the theme park. Ramona and Jackson will be attending. This entire sector is so awesome, both funny and scary for the whole family. Steph and Jimmy come to Max's party to spice it up. Kimmy and Fernando go as Lucy and Ricky Ricardo, and they even do a song and dance number. It's pretty cute. This episode just has things at the surface. It is just for fun, and that is okay. Good episode. I like this review, guys. This is a nice one. Speaking of reviews, if you guys enjoy the Full House podcast, you can go to Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupas on iTunes and leave a review. Every review that the show gets, of course, gets it noticed by other Full House, Fuller House fans like yourselves. Right, if you're a Tanner newbie out there and you just started listening to the podcast, I welcome you. Welcome aboard the Tanner train. I'm going to tell you how you can connect with the podcast. So, if you go to Facebook, just type in Full House Podcast, Fuller House Podcast, it's going to pop right up. If you're on Instagram, you can search OMHC Full House Fuller House Pod. On Twitter, it's OMHC Full House. And basically, I just post trivia questions. You'll learn about episodes that I'm going to be doing in the future. It's basically what I'm doing right now is themes. So this is the last Halloween episode. In November, you're going to get two Thanksgiving episodes. And be prepared for December, guys. Because it is going to be th- uh, Christmas coming out your ears. 
five, five Christmas episodes, three Full House, two Fuller House, and a special treat at the very end of December, just in time for New Year's Eve, you're getting a Full House New Year's Eve episode and a Fuller House New Year's Eve episode. And then in January, I have the new theme, which is going to be covering the Jesse Becky arc from their first meeting in season two, Tanner versus Gibbler. You're going to get also the <laughs> almost wedding in Lake Tahoe at the Alibaba, Alibaba Hotel and Casino. You're going to get the engagement in Greek Week Season 4, Episode 1. You're going to get the actual wedding. Two parts in one episode. It's probably going to be pretty long. You're going to get Rock the Cradle. Which is, you know what, actually, now that I think about it, excuse me, I should add one more in there, right? Fuller House, when Jesse and Becky come back from their honeymoon, and he's got to get all ready to go to move into her place. I, yeah, I'm going to do that one. And then we'll do Rock the Cradle. Then I will do the <laughs> Happy Birthday Babies Part 2. I've already done part one for the Olsen twins birthday part two is going to be the birth of Nikki and Alice and then I'm going to cap that off with Fuller House I believe it's the end of season one where Jesse and Becky renew their vows also in February you're going to get a couple of Full House Valentine themed episodes I believe I think that the end of Fuller House Season 1 is Valentine themed because Jesse and Becky are getting uh, renewing their vows on their anniversary, which would be Valentine's Day. So, yeah. Alright. Plenty of stuff to look forward to. Got some other things in the works. One thing I thought would be really cool, even though it's quite a bit in the future, in April, I thought for around April Fool's Day, wouldn't it be cool to do those two Rusty episodes? Uh, Rusty being Cindy's son, Cindy being the laundry mat owner who Danny dates for a few episodes. So I thought that would be fun. So look forward to that. That is so long from now. I, that's like six, seven months away. But uh I think it's going to be pretty cool. Also, if you guys want to send an email, if you want to ask questions, tell me about your Full House memories, send audio clips about your comments and opinions on epi certain episodes, I would love to hear them. Just remember, it's a clean Full House podcast, so just keep them clean. Um, the email is omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com, and I will list the email address in the episode description. Alright, without further ado, let's jump into Curse of Tanner Manor. I love how we get one of those trolley cars, and on the side of it, there's a banner that says, Haunted Halloween San Francisco Municipal Fairway. And I love how the sound, like, there's this creepy little Halloween sound that uh, plays into the Full House theme. They kind of work that in, which is cool. DJ's sitting in the kitchen as Max comes in the door 
telling his mom they have to talk. Apparently, there's been rumors that Taylor has been spreading that the Tanner house is not the place to be when it comes to trick-or-treating. Before Max can talk to her about his situation, his problem, he notices that she's sewing something on the table that's got, it's made of brown fabric. He's like, what are you doing, Mom? And she's like, oh, what am I doing? I'm just sewing your costume. You know, I could be like those other mothers that, you know, go to the store to buy store-bought costumes. But... It's because I love you more that I'm that I'm doing this. I love how she calls the store-bought costumes cheap, generic, and possibly flammable. Well, maybe. She says, it's not because those mothers love their children any less. It's because I love you more. Like, oh my goodness. A DJ mom lecture. It's not... She, it's it's kind of like a lecture and just a, I love you, son. I love how they have this kitchen decorated with fall leaves, pumpkins, it's all over the place. Just how many decorations bursting at the seams. It's just so, it's colorful, it just gets you right in the fall Halloween feels. I'm going to play this clip. I love her relationship with Max. Mom, we need to talk. What are you doing? I'm hand-making your costume. Why, you ask, would I go to all the trouble when all the other moms go to the store and buy something cheap, generic, and possibly flammable? <laughs> it's not because those mothers love their children any less. It's just that I love you more. <laughs> yeah, so listen. Plus, I am crazy about Halloween. Oh, getting dressed up, going trick-or-treating with you guys. Stealing your candy while you're asleep? Mom, we can't go trick-or-treating. We're a neighborhood joke. What are you talking about? Taylor! Hello, Dr. Fuller. You're looking well. <laughs> Skip the chit-chat. Tell my mom what you wrote in your blog. You guys have the lamest Halloween house in town. <laughs> Lame? Lame how? Boring decorations, a bowl of raisins instead of candy. I thank you, Taylor. And let's not forget the pamphlets about juvenile diabetes. <laughs> she gets it. Thanks for stopping by. Goodbye, Dr. Fuller. And may I say, you're having a tremendous hair day. Oh, thanks for noticing, Taylor. Yeah, I'm using this new conditioner. Why am I telling you? <laughs> about assigning blame but it's all your grandpa Danny's fault and we just moved in here I say Halloween night we turn off all the lights and check into a cheap motel Max, do not despair I'm in charge now and since I am the queen of Halloween I'm gonna throw a spooky party for you and your friends go on <laughs> But not just any spooky party. The spookiest, scariest, most terrifying party ever. Will it impress Taylor? Taylor? Oh, please. Answer the question. 
answer I was looking for. So DJ's so excited to be able to go trick-or-treating with her boys, and she mentions stealing their candy while they're asleep. Yeah, like you didn't do that to Stephanie when you guys were young. Uh, Max informs her mom, look, we can't go trick-or-treating. We're a neighborhood joke. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? So Max has Taylor waiting outside to fill her in. And Max says, Taylor, tell my mom what you wrote about us on your blog. Apparently, the Tanner house is the lamest house in town. Giving out raisins instead of chocolate, pamphlets about juvenile diabetes. Surprised she doesn't give out toothbrushes. Turns out, DJ really can't take the total blame for that. Because she says, we just moved in here. That's all, this is basically all Grandpa Danny's fault. Oh, also boring decorations. So what is Taylor's M.O. here? He's all about schmoozing DJ, telling her she looks nice, you look well. Oh, and you're here having a fabulous hair day. So I don't know. Taylor just comes off as kind of creepy. Children of the Corn Isaac creepy. I don't know. Must be his... How he you know, holds himself, how he, his poise, his, how he presents himself. He just, he just looks like a corn child. She refers to herself as the queen of Halloween. <laughs> She's going to throw a spooky party for Max and his friends. And all Max wants to know is, will it impress Taylor? That's all I care about. She's like, well, <laughs> he's like, well, will it? She's like, of course it'll impress Taylor. Like, thank you. That's all I need. So Kimmy and Fernando come in. They got their costumes. They're going to be Lucy and Ricky. Aww. What's funny about that is, you know, Lucy, I love Lucy was in black and white. I never knew that she had red hair. I thought it was blonde. I seriously did. Until... I, whether it was an interview or something I saw with she like, she's got red hair. Well, oh, oh, the movie Yours, Mine, and Ours, um, with Lucille Ball was in that movie. I'm like, her hair is kind of, has a reddish blonde tint. I did not know. And black and white, literally, yeah, her hair looked blonde. I gotta say, I love Kimmy's lavender colored shirt with the sloth on the front smiling with a little party hat on the side of its head. So, DJ asked Kimmy, can Gibbler Party Planning throw a Halloween party for Max and his friends? Kimmy's like, yes, what theme is it? And DJ's like, it's Halloween. <laughs> and, of course, Kimmy calls for a non-refundable $5,000 deposit. DJ's like, look, you and your entire family live in this house for free. Like, I'm not paying you $5,000 as a non-refundable deposit. No way. Okay, it's like, fine, it's refundable. It's like, $5,000? I don't even have $5,000. Wish I had $5,000. So apparently, uh, Max isn't the only one that reads Taylor's blog. Kimmy reads it as well. I love this joke that G DJ makes. Like, I can't believe... Because Kimmy's like, do you know that Taylor posted that this is the lamest house in town? And DJ says, I can't believe my 
son, Max's best friend, is a pain in the butt. And then she's, DG's like, oh, now I know how my dad felt about you. <laughs> oh, that was a call back to Full House. So glad you're doing this. Do you read Taylor's blog? <laughs> he said this is the lamest house in town. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe my son's best friend is such a pain in the butt. Oh, now I know how my dad felt about you. <laughs> I mean, hey! I can't believe that DJ is comparing Kimmy to Taylor. Taylor just comes off as... I mean, Kimmy had her moments, yes, of being kind of lightly, you know, rude and, you know, she spoke her mind. Taylor's just kind of a jerk. I mean, I'm, I know I'm saying that about a kid, but it's like, dude. I mean, yeah, he complimented DJ's hair. It's like one of those kids that'll be mean to somebody, but they'll be a perfect angel to adults. Like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. That child is just a sweetheart. When, in fact, they are kicking the poo out of your kid every day at school. Which, no, Taylor is not one to fight with fists. No, he fights with words. And Max is like, I ain't taking it. I'm gonna put you down just as much as you're gonna give me. So, no. And then the fact that DJ even calls Taylor, I can't believe my son's best friend. Is he a best friend? No, a best friend is somebody who doesn't put you down and isn't your rival, which is what Taylor is. No, Taylor is basically to Max somebody that Max is trying to impress. Taylor's just a bully. Taylor looks, acts like, he doesn't look, he acts like he's compensating for a lack of self-confidence. Like, I gotta puff, puff myself up like, like those animals that are small that, like, puff their, themselves out to make themselves look bigger and intimidating. Something like that. Because DJ's like, wow, I can't believe my son's best friend is a pain in the butt. And then she looks at Kimmy and says, oh, now I know what my dad felt about you. And Kimmy's like, aw. But then she's like, hey, wait. I'm like, oh, no, that was an insult. Kimmy might be a tad slow sometimes, but she'll get it eventually. Hey, that was an insult. Now we move to the living room where Stephanie's on the couch. Stephanie's just working on, like, uh, party favors for the Halloween party that DJ's having. And Jimmy comes in the door. He calls her Steffo. Jimmy comes off is really clueless. Almost like a level that's below what Full House Kimmy Gibbler's clueless was. But it's adorable and it's cute when Jimmy does it. And I just, this is episode four. Jimmy came on in season two, episode one. And he's already just, he loves Stephanie. And I think she's attracted to his, not only is he, you know, visually attract, but he's got a cute, goofy, not-all-thereness that just is irresistible to her. So, Jimmy asks Stephanie if she wants to go out for Halloween. He's like, oh. And then Stephanie's like, ooh. And Jimmy just kind of gives her this, like, uncomfortable look. And she's like, what? It's a ghost. And he's like, oh, good. I thought it was an old person expressing discomfort. <laughs> I want to play this because it's, 
it. He's got some good lines, this Jimmy does. Whoever writes for him, it's like, dude, who, you are on point. <laughs> what some of these lines are just like, what? But it's so good. Hey, uh, you want to go out this Halloween? Ooh. <laughs> I'd love to. Ah. <laughs> what? It's a ghost. Oh, good. I thought it was like an old person expressing disappointment. Oh, now he says, uh, I thought it was an old person, uh, expressing disappointment. I thought it was discomfort. Well, either way. <laughs> Mighty Mountains Halloween. Remember, was it? So this is Mighty Mount. I'm trying to remember there's like some new, when um, Teddy was going to be eventually moving away to Amarillo, Texas, um, Joey mentioned something about Happy Mountain having a new splash some ride or whatever it is. And so they have a Happy Mountain and a mighty mountain my guess is maybe the writer's just like oh couldn't remember like mountain something right remember from back in the full house writing days i can't remember mountain something right okay mighty mountain boom there we go that'll work no one will no one will like be that critical to like like yeah you got it wrong dang it it's happy mountain so I'm going to play this clip as J Jimmy says that instead of being scared, you can be the scarer. I got us both jobs playing zombies. I'd be like, um, okay. Like, I'm not really an actor, but I'll give it a shot. So uh, what'd you have in mind? Oh, well, I got us two <laughs> tickets to go to Mighty Mountain's Haunted Halloween. Ooh, that sounds like fun. It does, but then I thought... What's more fun than being scared? Being the scarer. And then I thought, I'll get his jobs playing zombies. And then I did. All we have to do is go like this. What? That's a zombie. Oh, oh, I, I thought it was a goat with chronic asthma. <laughs> that sounds funny. You got me back. <laughs> I love our banter. I love what Stephanie said. I thought it was a goat with chronic asthma. Like, oh my god. So now DJ comes in like, hey, Stephanie, hi. Jimmy, how you doing? Why are you here? When are you leaving? <laughs> Jackson and Ramona come in the door from school. Are they coming from school? I'm not sure. Yeah, they come home from school because they're wearing backpacks. My guess is Max's school gets out before... Jackson Junior High, which is interesting because my elementary school got out like probably what 315, 3 I can't remember. All I know is I get home in time for Tiny Toons and Animaniacs, which was like around 330 or so, so... Dang, what time did- I don't know. It, it got out at us. But I know that, like, junior high and high school got out at, like, 2.20 or whatever. Well, that's because when I was in high school, I'd always, like, come on, 2.22, let's go! I want to get out of here! So since Jimmy and Stephanie are going to be working at the Mighty Mountain Halloween Zombie Fest, um, Jimmy offers the tickets to Ramona and Jackson. But- 
DJ, of course, butts in. Oh, no, 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 no. We are going to have a Halloween family party here at, here at the house. And, of course, you know that Jackson and Ramona, I mean, it's free tickets, right? Why not? I mean, come on. Would you turn down free tickets to someplace? Jeremy and I, when we first started dating, um, he had already went, like, the year prior, but he said, you know, you should go to the haunt. And I'm like, okay. So we went there, and yeah, it was pretty scary. I mean, you're just going into a building that's, you know, decked out in uh, lights and fog machines and eerie music and people popping out at you. Um, There's this one, we went all the way to Niles, Michigan, which was probably... Maybe two to three hours away. I know it's crazy. I I get it in my head sometimes. I want to go somewhere. It's like, let's make it a day trip. Granted, Jeremy's the one who's going to be behind the wheel. So, <laughs> I'm riding shotgun reading a book. But anyway, we went way out there. This was back in like, it was 2006. Because I had Alfie at the time. And, um... It was, we went through this one section, and it was, like, completely dark, and Jeremy, I think, I'm trying to remember whether he was in front of me or in back of me, but all of a sudden, it's, like, dark. You can't see really where you're going. You're just following along behind, you know, the person in front of you. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're hearing a chainsaw rub out, but I'm like, oh my, it's like, that's like almost one of those ultimate fears. You're in a dark place. You're hearing a chainsaw rubbing up like practically right behind you. And it's, it's scary, right? So, but, and by the time we got out, it was like pitch black outside. Anyway, it was nighttime. So, but it was, I can't even remember how I found it was there is a website for um, haunted places in Michigan, not like old haunted houses that you can go visit or hope to see ghosts or whatever, but actual like attractions and there's a rating scale for these places. Uh, people that visit it, they can also leave reviews. So you can kind of get a feel for people who have been there, what it's like, what the wines are like, the prices, if they have food, if the attractions are any good, by the um, rate of the scares and all that stuff, which is where I had found that one. So, so yeah, we haven't done anything like that in, like, 13 years. I thought about doing it, like... Back in, like, the mid-September. Like, oh, we should do this for October. You know, let's go someplace. Never happened. It's, like, a week before Halloween. It's like, meh. The month's almost over. We're going to be getting into Thanksgiving territory pretty shortly. So, it'll be one of those, like, eh, maybe next year. Maybe whatever, you know. So, DJ's like, are you sure you want to go? I mean, we always go trick-or-treating, just the three of us. And then I'm going to have a spooky party for Max. And Jackson's like, come on, Mom, I'm too old for that. It's like, when I was like 13, 14, and I was staying at my aunt's house at the time, and she was going to take my younger cousin trick-or-treating, I asked if I could go along. She's like, well, none of my kids are going that are like, 14, 13, and 12, like, they're too, aren't you too old for that? Kind of shaming me, like, okay, I just thought it'd be fun. I didn't know there was an age limit on Halloween, trick-or-treating. I mean, I get it, it's for the kiddos and stuff like that, but some of those things, it's either, I don't know. 
I guess if you think about it, there is kind of a cutoff. Like, you don't want to see a 30-something-year-old person. I mean, it's one thing if you have children, like your nieces, nephews, or your own, you know, flesh and blood, you know, children with you. That's one thing. But a grown... That's pretty weird. I, I, I don't know. What's your take on it? I mean, that's really no... I don't know. I don't want to compare it to the adults without children that go to Disney World because there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, come on. It's Disney World. It's for everybody. But Jackson's like, we're 13. Come on, we don't want to do that. And, of course, Ramona's like, yeah, if this were frontier times, we'd be married. And Jackson just looks at her like, ew. <laughs> and Ramona's like, ugh. Not to each other. Like, jeez, Jackson, get with it. It's the haunted Halloween. You want him? Oh, actually, I'm planning a family Halloween here at home. Yeah, we'll take him. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Jimmy. Uh, uh, are you sure you want to miss family Halloween? We always go trick-or-treating together. And then later, I'm throwing a spooky party for Mac. Come on, Mom. We're too mature for all that little <laughs> kid stuff. We're 13. Yeah, this were frontier times. We'd be married. <laughs> Ew. Not to each other. Ew. <laughs> so Kimmy comes in and is like, Ramona, we gotta decide what you're gonna be for Halloween. You don't wanna wind up being a kitty cat. And DJ's like, Kimmy, I was a kitty cat. And Stephanie's like, Yeah, you're a kitty cat every year. And DJ comes back with, Well, you're a sexy nurse every year. So Ramona breaks it to Kimmy, like, sorry mom, but we're going to haunted Halloween. Oh, knife right in the heart, kiddos. You're doing that to your momsies. And Rona's like, and we're not wearing dumb costumes. And Jackson adds, or going to lame kitty parties. Oh, this is, this is present day, of course. You know in 20 years this is going to be so old. 15 years from now, this is going to be like, Uber? What's that? Because Ramona mentions how they're going to Uber so that they don't have to be embarrassed by having their parents drop them off. So we're almost to the point where we have self-driving cars. We're almost there. But maybe by the time I'm 60 or 65, maybe we might have flying cars? I don't know. Maybe that's too soon. I mean, 60's like, less than 30 years away from me. I don't know. Hmm, what do you think, huh? Maybe. I don't even think I'm going to be. I mean, even if I live to be 99, hypothetically speaking, I don't think flying cars are going to be. They're going to be after my time, I bet. What do you think? Think about it. If I live to be 100, that'd be 2082. I won't be able to see the year 2100. I wonder what that's going to be like. I don't know. And Ramona does say, you know, we're really sad. We're going to miss the fun tonight. I mean, she tries to, like, make DJ and Kimmy feel smidge better. I don't think it works. Jackson's like, mm, yeah, you know, we are. And we're going to be out late, so don't wait up. As he and Ramona slap high five. Like, yeah! <laughs> that's how you handle, handle their rental unit. I love how Stephanie and Jimmy are just kind of hanging out on the couch, like, just watching all of this. Jackson and Ramona head upstairs, and Kimmy's like, joke's on them, I'm gonna wait up. So, Jimmy now feels guilty, like it's his fault. 
as he says, look, I'm sorry I ruined your Halloween. I really should have checked with you about the tickets first. Well, I mean, it's not like it's an X-rated Halloween theme park or anything like that. But even still, I mean, if she did have plans... Maybe you might, I mean, because they are 13 and everything, you might want to check if you're going to offer something to, like, uh, a friend's kids. You might want to check with the rents first, you know, just to get the, okay, like, this is cool. I mean, I like to give it to them, but I want to get your permission first. Like, maybe he feels like I'm overstepping. But odds are he just feels sad because he ruined, he, think, he thinks he ruined DJ's big fun of going trick-or-treating with her boy. She does it every year, and they're going to have a Halloween party for Maxie. Maxie. <laughs> the DJ is full on making Jimmy feel worse. She's like, oh, don't worry. I mean, you couldn't have known that this might be my last Halloween with all my boys. Jackson is 13. He's not moving out of the house. You're not dying. They're not dying. Don't make Jimmy feel guilty for this. That's not fair to him. He feels guilty enough. Oh, she adds, before they grow up, move out and never call. <sighs> You're jumping the gun, girly. Slow time down. But DJ, or Stephanie, of course, is trying to make things right. Like, hey, look, DJ, we can get the tickets back if you want. And DJ, oh, don't, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's like, so you were making them feel guilty for the sake of making them feel guilty. Nice, DJ, with the manipulation. So that's DJ is really, she wants to spend the time with her boys while she has them. Tommy is a not even a toddler yet. Max is like eight. For heaven's sake, DJ's like, oh, you know, one minute Kimmy, Ramona, and Jackson were holding our hands to cross the street. Now they want nothing to do with us. Like, come on. I get it. I mean, I don't get it because I don't have children, but I get the sentiment. So real quick before I move on, there is this is such a beautiful song. I just want to play a couple seconds of it because it's so beautiful. Just to all the parents out there that have children, to us that were those children, just the song speak. It's called Slow Down. It's a Christian song by Nicole Nordeman. It's beautiful and it just it speaks of your children getting older. And, you know, holding, you know, your mom or dad's hand. And then at the point where you're just racing, to, like, get away. Like, okay, I don't want to hold your hand anymore. I can do it on my own and everything. It's such a beautiful song. So, I just want to play a couple seconds of it. Hold on. clip of Kimmy's line here as she hugs DJ and says Deej teenagers are like birds if they fly away they were never yours to begin with and the look of confusion on DJ's face like what 
I mean, I know you're trying to be sentimental, Kimmy, but what? <laughs> Teenagers are like birds. If they fly away, they were never yours to begin with. <laughs> that makes no sense. Shh. I know it doesn't. Even Stephanie's look of bewilderment, like, <sighs> So now we're up in uh, Kimmy's place here as he, uh, she and Fernando are just kind of gushing over their Ricky and Lucy costumes. Like, oh, I love Ricky. I love Lucy. And Fernando decides to perform at DJ's or Max's Halloween party. Like, what do you think eight-year-olds would love to see? Ricky Ricardo singing in Spanish. Of course, classic Lucy behavior here, like from the show. Kimmy wants to perform with Fernando. And Fernando's like, oh, no, 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 no. Ricky always performs alone. Which I guess apparently there is an episode early on in I Love Lucy where Lucy and Ricky performed together. I gotta say this about Fernando in season two. I am not digging his clean shaven look. I really like the five o'clock shadow look much more better. Granted, I guess it must be just for this episode because, of course, Ricky Ricardo is clean shaven, not a five o'clock shadow, no beard. Oh my goodness! Now we move downstairs and DJ is dressed like Goldilocks and she's dressed Tommy in an adorable little bear costume because her whole point was to have Jackson, Max, and Tommy dress up like the three little bear or the three bears or whatever. Oh, I love how they decorated his stroller with like orange and black streamers. And it's just really adorable and decorative. Around his little tray on the front of the stroller, she has uh, little different pumpkin faces. Oh, on the couch, there's even black and orange uh, Halloween-ish type pillows. They went all out. Oh, this is gorgeous. If I had a kid and it was in a stroller, or the baby was in the stroller, I would so want to pimp out their stroller with Halloween decorations. The same would go for Christmas as well. So Max comes, to, well, first of all, uh, DJ is trying to get Tommy to growl. Then <laughs> the audience just like, aww. Max comes down very critical. Like, these costumes make no sense because you have Goldilocks and the two bears. Thank you very much. And on the little tip-tip of Tommy and Max's noses are a little black spot to signify a brown nose. Or black nose, I'm sorry. Black noses on brown bears. So, DJ tells Max, like, look, you know why there's only two bears. As Jackson comes strolling in in his casual, I'm going out to the Halloween place, the Halloween haunt, and I need 40 bucks, Mom. And DJ just looks so affronted, like, how about 20? And he's like, yeah, well, I just really needed 20. <laughs> More like in hopes that she would just drop 40 bucks in and palm. So Max is really irritated with Jackson too. It's like, thanks a lot, Jackson, for bailing on us. And Jackson doesn't really care. He's like, eh, sorry, I mean, trick-or-treating's for little kids. 
Of course, Jackson can't walk out the door without turning and laughing at the back of Max's costume. Like, <laughs> you know that you're the mama bear, right? And Max was like, no, I'm not. And he looks at DJ like, am I? And DJ says, no, of course you're not. He's like, well, then why do I have a big pink bow on my butt? And I love the save that DJ does here. Because you're the bear that supports breast cancer research. I love that. Oh, I love that. Good save, Deej. Tommy, what does the bear say? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Our costumes make no sense. We ever heard of Goldilocks and the two bears? <laughs> You know why there isn't a third bear? Hey, Mom, I need 40 bucks. How about 20? Sure, that's all I really needed. Thanks for bailing, Jackson. Sorry, but trick-or-treating is for little kids. Oh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> you do know that you're the mama bear, right? No, I'm not. Emily? Who's not? You're the middle bear. Then why do I have a big pink bow on my butt? Because you're the bear that supports breast cancer research. Well, that's a very important cause. Who looks stupid now? So Max is up, up for it. Like, yeah, that's great. That's a great cause. And he turns to Jackson and says, who's stupid now? <laughs> All right, now we're getting to Mighty Mountain Haunted Halloween. This, wow, this place looks so cool. I would go if it existed. All right, so we remember that Jimmy and Steph are both zombieing here. They're zombified, and they got the distorted voices. They're going to personally go after... Jackson and Ramona. It's like, we're going to make them wish they stayed at home for the Halloween party and trick-or-treating. There is a vampire here that looks like... I've never seen the Salem's Lot movie, but it looks just like that vampire from the cover. It really, really does. Of the, I, I don't know why my grandma... My grandma didn't read Stephen King, yet that book was in their house. My grandparents' house, but I look at it and look at the pictures and just be utterly creeped out. So Jackson and Ramona are getting freaked out as they're going down this hall filled with skeletons on one side. And they're this guy's gonna come back, this guy that's in the coffin dressed like a vampire. And the top of the coffin comes off because it's standing upright, and he's like, Come be my bride forever. And Ramona's like, Hey? And this, the vampire guy's like, no, him. And Jackson just kind of looks at him like, what? And then the guy, see, see, I, I flipped the joke. And both Jackson and Ramon are like, okay, that whatever this was supposed to be is a bust. And the guy realizes that and just flings the coffin door shut on himself. Like, uh, I got to work on better material. There's no way you're going to turn that on to a 10 year old uh the parents gonna be like uh where's the manager i need to speak with him this guy is being very inappropriate well be my 
Who, me? No. Him. <laughs> See what I did there? I flipped the joke. So we only see a zombie hand coming out of a kind of hiddenish doorway, and you hear in Jimmy's distorted voice, "Enter, young teens, if you dare." I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Jackson and Ramona, uh, they're a little, little hesitant, but Ramona goes in first. The room that they enter into has got a metal table filled with all different sorts of things and jars that you can't really see because it's kind of dark in there. It's lit by a, it's dark, but it's lit by a red backlight and then there's fog. So <laughs> Jimmy goes, there's a couple other kids that are starting to come in and Jimmy right away runs to the door, shutting it and locking it. Like, you're not going anywhere as he turns back on Jackson and Ramona. And Jackson's like, hey, I was a hall monitor last year. And that's against fire regulations. Of course, you know that Stephanie would not say this if this was Stephanie. This is zombie Stephanie. And she's a silence nerd. Ramona tries to put on a brave front here. Like, I'm not scared of you. And zombie Jimmy is all like, we know we're sucking the thoughts right out of your brains. So, Ramona tries to test him, like, then what am I thinking right now? And zombie Stephanie is like, your feet hurt from dance class. And that freaks out Ramona, because it's like, how would this zombie know that I'm in dance class? So, Jimmy, zombie Jimmy turns on Jackson and says, and you, why aren't you home with your family? Jackson's like, you, you're not reading my mind, you can say that about any family. You could say that about any kid, any teenager, excuse me. But Jimmy goes for the jugular here as he says, You skipped your brother's party and you broke your mother's heart. And Jackson's a little nervous now. He says, oh, Okay, that one seemed more about me. As Ramona goes over to Jackson and they are like cowering in fear of zombie Stephanie and zombie Jimmy. Jackson's like, Look, if you could just unlock the door. And Stephanie's like, not gonna happen, Jackson. And Ramona's like, they know your name. And Jimmy's like, zip it, Ramona. And she's like, they know mine. This, the effects, guys, in this is just amazing. The costumes on that zombified Jimmy and Stephanie are just, they're amazing. They are so great. Just everything probably that went into creating all of this is just so cool. So, Jimmy, Zombie Jimmy says, You two should have stayed home with your families. And Ramona's like, If you let me go, that's exactly what I'll do. Zombie Stephanie's like, Their brains are too small to eat. Not worth the hassle. Like crab legs. Jackson adds, We promise we'll go straight home. And Zombie Jimmy goes over to the door, unlocks and says, Go now. Go now. As Jimmy opens the door, he says, before Uber surge pricing kicks in. I don't know what that is. I've never been in an Uber in my life. So Jimmy, zombie J Jimmy and zombie Stephanie compliment each other on their words. Like, I like that Uber line that you put in there, Jimmy. And they kiss. And, of course, we find out the vampire guy 
that was hitting on Ramona and Jackson. It's like, hey, no fraternizing between characters. And that's grounds for immediate dismissal. And somebody's like, what about you, Randy? I saw you smoking in the haunted maze. And he's like, I was vaping. I'm a vaping vampire. All right, now we cut to the party. DJ, is she barefoot? No, she's not barefoot. She's got, like, sandals on her heels or whatever. And she's still dressed like Goldilocks. Like, oh, what is it here? I see children. Could it be a dog possessed by a demon? And Cosmo's got this adorable red devil cape with devil horns on his head. It's adorable. I love it. And Taylor's not wrong. He's like, that's not scary. <laughs> that's adorable. And Taylor is dressed like an adorable little Viking boy, complete with fur-lined cape and a horned metal helmet rimmed in white fur. And he's wearing fur, white fur cufflinks. Adorable. And Max is just, he's irritated. He's got his arms folded. He's not impressed. Like, ugh. Taylor's gonna write about this, this blog. How's it, my, my, my whole Halloween party's gonna be a, a failure. No one's gonna talk to me in school. <laughs> Poor Max. Taylor is pretty much everything that DJ offers, he is like turning down and making a mockery. Like, pfft. She's like, who wants to reach into the bucket of terror and feel real human eyeballs? Yeah, right. I bet those are grapes. What's this I see? Could it be a dog possessed by a demon? That's not scary. That's adorable. Okay, check this out. Who wants to reach into the bucket of terror and feel real human eyeballs? Field grapes? Yeah. <laughs> What's so scary? Are they not organic? <laughs> okay, listen, kid. Halloween requires a certain suspension of disbelief. And also requires a certain level of production quality. into this bowl of terror pulls out peeled grapes like what's so scary about this are they not organic and DJ's had enough of Taylor's attitude it's like look kid it's called a suspension of disbelief it's like kid you have no imagination you are ugh. that's like a kid at a Halloween play you know that's like if that kid went to the haunt and like, fake, 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 fake. That's definitely fake. Totally fake. How did you even come up with that? That is more fake than you will ever believe. That's a kid that you don't want at a party because he's going to bring everybody else down with the obvious. It's like, kid, seriously, go home, read a book, find an imagination and creativity that God placed in your head because I know it should exist. You just got to dig around in that brain of yours for it. Max pulls DJ aside like, look, Mom, we gotta talk, alright? Um, remember 
one I met, you know, about the whole Halloween party, how I, the word spooky was thrown around, because I'm not seeing, like, any of it. Basically, Max thinks the party's a dud, and he's afraid of what Taylor's going to put on his blog. Because, you know, kids don't, not just the kids at a school read this, but, of course, adults like Kimmy read it. You know, she's a party planner, you know, she probably wants to see what is going to be what kids are going to go for, especially if, you know, she's throwing kid-themed parties and stuff like that. Taylor's a great resource. He's going to be critically honest. We got a couple kids here. One is dressed like a shark, maybe Sharknado. I never watched it. One looks like a 50s waitress. One is dressed like Albert Einstein. Bet that food looks, oh, it looks so good. I bet it tastes good, too. That food that's all laid out at the, uh, on that table. So DJ has the kids gather around in a circle on the ground. Like, now I know you've heard of the three Goldilocks and the three bears, but I bet nobody really knows how it ends. Taylor, of course, is like, Goldilocks runs away. Like, kid, if you're not going to sit and participate and zip your lips, then you need to just go home because you're just being very disrespectful. He's a very dis he's adorable. I, I think he's the cutest little little boy out there, aside from Max, because I love Max. He's the bestest. Uh, but Taylor's like, come on, buddy. Stop. Just just stop, okay? Everyone gather round. Now we all know the story of Goldilocks and the three bears, but not everyone knows how it really ends. Goldilocks runs away. <laughs> She runs away, but not before the bears chopped off her hand. Oh my god, kid is actually yawning. $13.99 at Bert's Halloween shop. Taylor, enough. Be my guest. Tough room. Especially that little goober dresses a Viking. off her hand and she shows a you know severed you know hand and the kids actually one of them yawns one of them's got their chin in their hand like this is boring <clears throat> Taylor of course is adding oh Bert's Halloween shop $13.99 Fernando finally comes out and I love what he says let me take you back to a terrifying time when TV was in black and white and there are only three channels and if you actually got up to go to the bathroom, you missed part of the show forever. I love that. And the kids seem semi-interested. They definitely look more interested in what he's doing than what DJ was trying to throw out there. So Ricky's singing Babalu, or Fernando is singing Babalu as Ricky. And we see this headstone with a couple branches attached to it, kind of moving to one side of Fernando, then the other. He finally realizes what is up with this headstone. It's 
Kimmy dressed as Lucy. She wants to sing and everything. The kids are not feeling it. Of course they don't. Oh, I love Lucy. Of course they didn't live in a time with three channels and black and white television. They live in a time where you can pause live TV. You can rewind it. You can fast forward it. You can DVR an entire season of a show and watch it whenever. They they don't even recall the days when you had to use a VCR to tape stuff off the television. Yeah. So... Fernando and Kimmy go off to argue, and Max has had enough. He's like, this party is a baba loser, and he just walks off. Now DJ has to talk to Max. I Please let him know that it's like, I know it's not up to your standards of a Halloween party, but the work that Kimmy and DJ put into this party for him, that costs probably about $5,000. You're not being appreciative. Why does it matter so much what Taylor says? Because all the kids are going to listen to him and turn on you? Come on. I love you. I love me some bats any day of the week. But it's like, buddy, come on. You are being a real Michelle Tanner right now. Am I right? This party is about my loser. Maybe this party wasn't the scariest, but Taylor's attitude did not help. That's true, it didn't. (laughs) And I had nothing to do with that. (coughs) What a disaster. The only good thing that happened tonight is that I raised breast cancer awareness. Good for him. So good to be home. Oh, what are you guys doing home so early? <laughs> well, we knew you felt bad about us not being here. So we decided to make our parents happy. It's the right thing to do. We're very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> we knew it was the two of you all along. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, you didn't. No. told Max to, like, buck it up and, what? come on, have a better attitude about this, all right? She doesn't say, look, Kimmy and I worked really hard to put this on for you, and you're not showing any appreciation. She basically says, I'm sorry, Max, but I know this wasn't scary, but seriously, Taylor's attitude didn't help. And it didn't help. It really didn't. He's like, this party was a disaster, but at least the good thing is that happened tonight is that I raised breast cancer awareness. Like, good for you, buddy. I don't think people were getting that when they looked at that pink bow on your bottom, but whatever. Jackson and Ramona come home and like, oh my god, mom, thank goodness, oh my gosh, I'm happy I'm home, I'm alive. Uh, jokes on them though because 
Zombie Stephanie and Zombie Jimmy come up on them and freak them out. And DJ says, hey, it's not really scary, but if you guys want to go hang out with the eight-year-olds, you're more than welcome to. And then she gets a really good idea. Like, hey, um, Jimmy, Steph, did you guys happen to meet any other monsters at this monster park? And they're like, yeah, I mean, some severed heads were kind of snooty, but the ghouls were cool. So, it's like, yeah, sweet. So, time to uh, freak out Taylor. Yeah, that boy needs to be freaked out. So, it looks like the party's about to break up, but DJ's like, no, no, no. And Taylor, don't you go anywhere, because this party is about to get scary. And he's like, why? Are you going to bring out some more sugar-free skeleton cookies? <laughs> So the lights go out, the zombies and the ghouls all come running into the backyard, scaring the kids. And Taylor says, don't worry, it's not real, I think. I'm going to play this because this is pure gold. As Stephanie and Jimmy, zombified, distorted voice and all, scare the poo-poo out of Taylor. Yes! <laughs> You know my name. Max told us to eat your brains. You should eat his brains. <laughs> we already did. That was our amuse. You're next, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, kids! Way to go, monsters! We scared Taylor pretty good. Taylor, Max told us to eat your brains. And Taylor's like, why don't you eat Max's brains instead? And it's, they're like, we already did. As they bring Max out with a white sheet covering this table, and it's the same thing, like with the head, you know, looks headless on a platter, and Max's head is filled with basically like white covered candy that resembles brains and that the makeup they did on max is just incredible they got the um the shadows under the eyes and he turns his head ever so slightly to look at taylor and says you're next taylor and he's like, Mommy! And he runs away. And it's like, yes! The kids were, the, all the other kids were in on it! Which is so cool! Because honestly, Taylor was really being a downer. So, back inside, Jackson's like, hey mom, can you come in here for a minute? She's still dressed as Goldilocks, and they, the boys have a surprise for her. you wanted me to wear this in public. <laughs> yeah, now that I see it, you may have a point. <laughs> I'm giving you one bear photo. Really? But you cannot post it on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Pinterest, or any medium that exists now, or may exist in the future. Deal. Oh, 
but you'll always be my three little bears. Okay, let's not make this a thing. I'll make it a thing. I like being your little bear. Aww. Fine. I guess I like being your little bear, too. Aww. I know you don't mean that, but it's so sweet you said it. Oh, I love you boys so much. Hey, can somebody take this picture? Happy to help. Who? By the way, these sugar-free skeleton cookies are to die for. Yeah, can you just take the picture? Aww. So, Fernando's trying to apologize to Kimmy up in their place, and it's not going over well with Kimmy. She finally forgives him, and it ends up in black and white, like Lucy and Ricky on I Love Lucy. And that's the episode. Of course, before that, it's adorable with DJ dressed as Goldilocks and the boys, and Jackson's like, I'm giving you one picture, and that's it. And she's like, oh, you are my three little bears. And Max is like, I'll always be your little bear. And Jackson's just feeling embarrassed in the costume. And DJ's like, yeah, now that you admit it, it's kind of... But um, she's like, can someone please take our picture? And the vampire comes in and mentions the um, gluten-free cookies, skeleton cookies. And she's just weirded out, like, who is this strange guy? Never met him. Can you just take the picture, please? Jackson says, I will take the picture as long as you don't post it on Facebook, Pinterest, Snapchat, Twitter, and any other medium that will exist in the future. And she agrees. This is just a cute episode! I love it so much! Alright, so, lesson learned from this episode. What can I say? I honestly think when it comes to Max, it's like, I get it, Taylor's blog, he's... This is kind of trash and like, oh, the Tanners, their traditions, their Halloween decorations are lame. He just, Taylor came there with a poor attitude and everything. He's just stinking up the place with his poor port. But then again, Max is just so, he wants to impress this kid so bad. You know, he really just wants a friend and everything. But, and DJ went to, and Kimmy too, they went to a lot of work. A lot of money was spent, a lot of hard work getting all that food and everything. And just, and Max was just, I get it, he was disappointed and stuff, but he really, it's like, come on, your mom worked really hard on this. The least you can say is like, thank you, I appreciate your hard work. I mean, if all you're out to do is impress Taylor, then you gotta, come on focus on something else like just when it comes to me as a buddy work with what you got be proud of what you have and when it comes to Jackson and Ramona I get it they're teenagers they don't want to do the at-home quote-unquote lame Halloween party that their family's throwing but think about it you could have just as easily split time between both things right I mean just go to the haunted whatever, and then go back to the the uh, the party. Yeah, do both. And it's not like that Halloween thingy, majiggy ain't gonna mighty mountain whatever it's called ain't gonna be there next year. Come on, but granted the tickets were free, but that was a pretty fun experience to see uh, Jimmy and Stephanie dressed up like that. If you have Podbean, um, um. 
YouTube, I think, also might have some Fuller House podcast. Not my podcast, but the actual Fuller House podcast hosted by, I think it's Erica and Josh. And she interviewed some of the cast members. One of them was Adam Hagenboo, who plays Jimmy Gibbler. And he was talking specifically about the Curse of Tanner Manor episode. And how he and Jody Sweden had to be fitted with all that makeup and everything. And they had to wear, like, like special, like, eye things that were kind of clouded over, you know, for zombies and stuff. And I guess the contact or whatever it was that Jody was wearing was, like, really kind of messing with her vision. So I guess if you go back and watch, her steps are really tentative because she's re- she can't really see. Which isn't good if you're on a set and everything and you're supposed to be acting. But she did the best that she could. You know, she played it off really, really well. As far as a relatable character, I can't really... I don't think I have one for this episode. Yeah, I don't. I really don't think I do. Alright, so the Best Outfit Award. I'm going to have one and then I'm going to have a runner-up. So, if we're going with outfits, I'm going to go with Taylor number one. And then, because Max's really wasn't an outfit, but it was pretty cool. The whole making him a zombie and everything like that. And then, of course, honorable mention is going to be Jimmy and Stephanie with their zombie garb was really, really awesome. If I had to pick one I wasn't too crazy about, the three bear. I mean, little baby Tommy was adorable, don't get me wrong, but it's like, eh, they're alright looking. I really didn't like DJ's Goldilocks outfit. It just, mm. And, and Fernando and Kimmy, they were cute and everything, but just, I don't know. I just, I don't know why, but that little boy who plays Taylor is just adorable. And then this fur-lined Vic, metal Viking helmet, and then just the outfit is just so adorable. Even though the character is not nice, but... So that is the episode. Guys, if you want to send me an email, an audio clip about a past or future episode I plan to do, your comments, your opinions, whatever, you can send them to omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. Now, let's talk about what we got on the docket for November because we got some stuff. We are going to be doing quite a few things, mainly Thanksgiving related. And so the first episode of Thanksgiving episode of Full House, since there's only one, I am going to be putting out on the 14th or 15th of November. Then the Fuller House Thanksgiving is actually going to be released the day before Thanksgiving, so that way, and you guys know this, these are clean podcasts, you can listen to them with a the family, you're going out of town, you want a podcast to listen to, this is, this, and you want to feel the Thanksgiving feelings, you want to feel all the feels, the turkey, the tryptophan afterwards, the sleeping, the, all of that, the heartfelt moments, because there's going to be a lot, guys, I am not going to shy away from the moments in, in, in Full House, guys, you, 
if you've seen the episode, you know it gets real sad towards the end. But then it is bittersweet and uplifting towards the end. But I'm, I'm going to let myself go because I definitely, and I know that that family is just going to be my related, whole entire family is going to be relatable characters of because I'm going to be feeling that with my dad not being here. And I normally didn't spend, I spent Thanksgiving as a kid and a teenager growing up. But then when I started dating Jeremy, we started going to his family's. Last year was the first Thanksgiving I'd spent with my dad in a while. And the very, very last, I was told by my sisters, like, you need to come. I'm going to have Thanksgiving at dad's house. You need to be here because this may be his last. So, and the episode, of course, I'm talking about season one, episode nine, The Miracle of Thanksgiving, which aired on November 20th, 1987. Guys, I would have been five. I would have been Stephanie's age when this came out. All right. It's a turkey of a day when everyone teams up to prepare the Thanksgiving feast. <clears throat> Here's another summary. It's the first Thanksgiving without Pam and her entire family feels the effect of their loss. DJ takes over Thanksgiving dinner, but when things fall apart, both the dinner and the emotions, the boys help the girls and each other through it. Yes, they do. Also, a couple of things prior to these two episodes of Full House and Fuller House. Actually, let me do the... um. As you know, this is not a professional podcast by any means, okay? Um, a couple years ago, or about a year and a half ago, I had done the Garfield Thanksgiving. I had done the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Granted, I did them very before I had to go for my job, so they were really hurried. They were rough cuts. They were explicit. I want to change that. These ones are going to be more timely. They're going to be more fleshed out. They're going to be clean. They're going to be full of laughs. I hope I can get you guys to laugh. I hope I, I, I'm doing my job by getting you guys to smile and laugh. But I want to do this again. But it's just going to be for the Punky Power podcast. I'll see. I'll put them, you know, see if the uh, the Wonder Years podcast wants me to, to have these read. If they want redone ones, I will put them up too. But, alright. Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Excuse me. Peppermint Patty invites herself and her friends over to Charlie Brown's for Thanksgiving. And with Linus, Snoopy, and Woodstock, he attempts to throw a Thanksgiving dinner. Alright. Garfield Thanksgiving came out in 1989. It's about 24 minutes long, so... This finds John with a love interest, a veterinarian who orders Garfield on a diet and then comes for Thanksgiving dinner. So I'm going to be doing that one also. All right, let's jump back over to Fuller House and I'll talk real quick about that episode, which I believe is in, yep, season two, episode six, Fuller Thanksgiving. The house feels overstuffed when the entire Tanner family shows up for Thanksgiving, pushing DJ's organi organizational skills into overdrive. So yes, we're going to have Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, Garfield Thanksgiving. I got so many things going on for Christmas. More than likely, you're going to be getting at least two 
Fuller House or Full House Christmas episodes a week because there's three of those. There's two of Fuller House, which are going to be closer to Christmas, and a slew of other fun things: Charlie Brown Christmas, Garfield Christmas, um, Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas. There's a couple of those. One I haven't done, one I'm going to redo, a lot of stuff. A um, couple movies coming out. I'm not going to say what they are yet because I want to make, I'd like to get them done. And that I want to start like getting some of these like worked on and done before I announce them. Because then it's like a time crunch. Like I said I was going to do it. I got, you know, there are a couple of Halloween ones I wanted to get to and I was never able to. The fact that I thought I could review four movies in a month while doing television show podcasts is, is it's cray cray. It's just, it couldn't be done. There's only one of me. I have a full time job. <laughs> And, you know, also I want to fit in, you know, my Thanksgiving movie and Christmas movie watching, too. So, that being said, guys, have a wonderful Halloween. If you're going out, be safe. Right now, we got a little bit of snow action going on. I know, it's October 31st, and we got snow. But the same thing happened probably last year, the year prior, so on and so forth. So, um, hopefully this time next year, we will be living in Texas. And it'll be a little bit better. I mean, I've heard that Texas gets snow, too. But not nearly as bad as Michigan. So, all right, guys. Have a great Halloween. Bye-bye.